It takes from, um, say, 15 to 20 years to demoralize a society. Given me a hearing without legal representation or anything. You shoot the president. I didn't shoot anybody, no, sir. Pentagon officials reluctantly admitted to the New York Times 17 months ago that the military has secretly studied UFO incidents, in part to it might figure out the technology. Whatever that means, sure, he's crazy as mad as a hatter. What difference does it make? You know, a long time ago, being crazy meant something. Nowadays, everybody's crazy. Welcome to the Conspiracy Files. Hey, dudes. Um, welcome back. I'm going to mess with this audio just a little bit because... Um, I have kids and everything got all screwed up, so I, I think it sounds okay. You're going to hear a lot of background noise, probably, because um, my wife's cooking and people are trying to be quiet, so my apologies. Um, what a year this freaking month has been, right? <laughs> what a year last month was, too. I feel like I'm 45 right now, and... I'm just transcending down this window of time where every second is a minute and every minute adds up to an hour and it's just, oh my God. So, you know, everybody's talking about the riot stuff and everybody's asking my opinion. Everybody's asking what's next, what's next. And, you know, sometimes things are better off not knowing and sometimes things are better to be known, so you can take necessary precautions and save yourself a lot of problems, a lot of stress. Um, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to get right into it. You know, it, it doesn't matter <clears throat> what side you're on, because sides are 100% irrelevant right now. Um, and not just right now, they've always been irrelevant. You know, I, I always strive to bring things from a logical, rational, educated, and calm perspective. And that's what I'll still aim to do here. And I'm also going to offer a lot of my opinion and a lot of my observation. You don't have to agree with it, that's okay. We may not always agree on things, but I definitely don't expect to be attacked, just because I think a way that may be different from yours. It doesn't mean I'm right, it doesn't mean you're wrong, or vice versa. It just means we think differently about some things, and that's okay. That's what makes us human. That's what makes us people. Is we are allowed to freely think in this country still, and we are allowed to formulate our own opinions in this country still. And... We are allowed to be our own people still in this country, the last time I checked. And that is the goal for today. And that's always been my goal, is to meet things without judgment and handle them per case, one case at a time. 
So, let's talk about what happened here. What we know right now is an officer, a person who happened to be wearing a badge, did something bad and ended up killing another person who happened to be a civilian. I don't believe in race baiting. I don't believe in stirring the pot, and I don't believe in pouring gas on a fire. Um, That stuff's not for me, and that stuff shouldn't be for anybody. These are people. We'll get down to the brass tacks of it. These are human beings. They have human lives. They are people. And I think at this point, everybody has seen the 10-minute video where this man had his knee on the back of this man's neck and was bearing down with his entire body weight on the back of this man's neck. This is a big no-no. This is training 101 no-no. As some of you know, I spent a lot of time in a correctional setting in a law enforcement capacity as a corrections officer. And in doing so, we spend a lot of time with inmates. So a lot of that dictates verbal judo, and what I mean by that is learning how to talk to people and de-escalate a situation by speaking rationally and calmly in situations that may otherwise be high tension and cause a lot of stress. So when somebody's angry, you don't meet anger with the anger. When somebody's stressed out, you don't meet the stress with stress, because these things only add to the problem. They don't take away from the problem. They don't help solve the issue at hand. It is very hard to want to argue with a person who speaks to them the way that I'm speaking to you right now. Calmly, rationally, and completely normal and logically. And I think for us as civilians, that's what we should have done with this situation in the first place. But getting back to it in Training 101, one of the very first things that you learn in anything hand-to-hand is to definitely not place your knee on the back of a sensitive area like the neck or the spine in general. The reason being is because, surprisingly enough, the spine is pretty fragile and it is pretty easy to injure. Um, It's very easy to chip a bone or throw a back out of whack, or injure somebody in general just by applying the right amount of pressure. And it just so happens that this man had about, uh, we'll just say, 200 pounds on the back of his neck. Not safe, not smart, it's training no-no 101. It's something you do not do, it's something that you will not be taught, and it's something that you were taught to never do. You were actually disregarded, and uh, you were actually shied away from doing this. What you... um, you know, I don't, I don't need a long spiel about what happened to this man to cause him to die. He, um, he had pressure on his neck and on his chest, and I, I'm not a coroner or anything like that, but I believe he asphyxiated because of that, and then he died. He aspirated and died. This man suffered. All because this man wouldn't relieve pressure from this man's neck. And what he should have done is, if he had to put this man on the ground... I don't know. I haven't seen the events leading up to it. Um, He could have placed his knee on the shoulder blade 
or even anywhere else other than where he put it. And you can see him bearing down with his hand on his leg, pushing down to add pressure to the neck. And this man wasn't fighting, and he said he wasn't going to. And he, he suffered as he cried out to his mother. So yes, the family is angry, the family is sad, they're missing a loved one who was taken too soon by somebody who disregarded their training for reasons we don't know yet. I'm not going to assume. I won't do that. All we know is what we see in the video. And we see a wrongdoing. And as of now, the man's been charged, and he's sitting in a jail cell. My opinion is that's where he belongs. What we should have done rationally and logically with this situation is instead of meeting violence with violence, we should have waited for the justice system to take hold and do its job. Because that's what it is there for. And you can't sit here and convince me that if we wouldn't have said anything, if we wouldn't have done anything, if we wouldn't have set all that shit on fire, if we wouldn't have destroyed all these buildings, killed people in the process, and beat women in wheelchairs and sprayed them down with fire extinguishers, they never would have done anything in the first place. There's no way to know that. One can assume, but there's no way to know that because we don't know, and we never will. And now what's happened is we've taken this ridiculous turn down a road of ignorance. We are destroying the very places in which we live, the places in which we work, the places in which we purchase goods, the places that we go to see our friends, our co-workers, our families, etc., etc. And we are destroying them, setting them on fire, in order to be the squeaky wheel trying to get the cheese. We took the first response... And the first reaction is always the emotional reaction. Somebody says something mean to you, you want to hit them. But we take the high road, and we don't. One, because it's assault, and two, because we're better than that. Everything... Everything about this, in my opinion, has been handled completely incorrectly. And in my opinion... Innocent people, along with guilty people, are going to pay for it. Courthouses all over the country are being raided and destroyed. Businesses all over the country are being raided and destroyed and torn down. Windows broken, doors broken, looted. You've seen the Target video. Everything about that store is a complete loss. Insurance companies are going to have a heyday and people are going to make a lot of money off of this. All because you thought Street justice was the answer, and all you're doing is giving these people a big paycheck. You're giving some people some paid time off work, and in the end, they get paid for it. Did you make your point? I honestly don't know. I don't think so. I think we have the opposite effect. I, I think we've made the opposite point. And I think what we've demonstrated is that when the chips are stacked against us, our immediate response is to freak out. As a society, our first response 
is to freak out. And once again, the first response isn't necessarily the best one. And a friend of mine brings up a very good point, and I'm going to read this from a good friend of mine. Because overall, I kind of agree with it. And it says, George Floyd was not killed by the police. Quote, police, unquote. He was killed by a criminal wearing a police uniform. I agree with that. This criminal does not represent the law enforcement community any more than these so-called protesters who are looting, burning, and otherwise using this to justify their own criminal behavior, which I also agree with. Stop calling what you're doing a protest. You care nothing for George Floyd, and you are not seeking justice. You are no better than the criminal who killed him. I don't know if I agree with that statement wholeheartedly. In a sense, I kind of do. The news media needs to stop sensationalizing this behavior and report it for what it is. I agree. I agree with 90% of that. <clears throat> but I think it's a good point and it stands true. And I think it needed... I, needed, I think it needed to be said. It's okay to be mad. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be upset. But it's not okay to take away from other people who did nothing to you. This is a protest in some places. It is a peaceful protest. People are ex exercising their First Amendment rights legally, lawfully, and respectfully. In other places, people have met the situation with complete reckless abandon, have disregarded all signs of respect, all signs of calmness, all signs of rationality, and taking the emotional route. And it's upsetting, because in 2020, as quote-unquote advanced as we are, look how far we've fallen in a matter of one ten-minute video. This is not the way to make a point. This is not the way to get the point that you want to make across. This is a way... 110% to get the point across that when something doesn't go your way, you throw fit until you feel like you're going to get your way. And the problem is here that there are consequences. Because of these actions, our president spoke today. And while some people are quick to scream, oh, martial law, such is not the case. Such is not the case. Do I see that being a possibility? Yeah, I think I think with the um, hint of the uh, Insurrection Act that allows him to deploy troops anywhere he wants across the nation. Although these words haven't been spoken, he did not use the words martial law. But I think we're hinting at the Insurrection Act. Because people have gotten out of control over a situation they should have been in control of had they let it go through the proper channels and protested peacefully and met it the right way. I think we would have still gotten the desired effect. Nobody would have been hurt. Things would not have been made worse than what they already are, considering the virus, quote-unquote, considering everything else going on. All we've done is 
dump gasoline on an already smoldering fire. And now many more people are out of work. People have been killed. People have been injured. Senseless destruction has occurred. And senseless other happenings have taken place. And to be completely honest, I am disappointed. Disappointed in the way that this has been handled. Disappointed in the way that it's going to go. And it's just sad all the way around. And disappointing all the way around. So, what happens next is some shitty stuff. When your kid acts out, you discipline your child. And in this sense, we duly appointed President Trump as our president. So we put him in that seat to make the hard decisions, and that is his job. And that is what he will do. He took that oath. He understands the good with the bad. Once you take that job, you accept the good and the bad. And sometimes, even though he does good things, the economy was great, my retirement was great for a while, there are bad things that have happened, and he's had to make the hard decisions. And before you're so quick to judge and say, well, he's a moron, blah, 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 we know, we know the rigmarole, we know all the crap that people say. Put yourself in that position and ask yourself what you would do. Because I don't know what I would do. I don't know if I could do any better. I, as a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure I would do a lot worse because I don't know jack shit about politics and I'm a moron. Um, so I'd probably do a lot worse in his shoes. And I think many people can accept that and admit it for themselves as well. And it's always funny because you always see people who aren't in the driver's seat take the backseat driver position. And they always say, well, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. Things aren't always just that easy. People are different everywhere you go, every county, every city, every state. And you have to understand every situation in every county, city, state is different. You have to handle them differently. So if that's the case, then how do you handle a situation with one fell swoop of a pen and affect everybody? Some people are going to be mad. Some people are going to be happy. Nobody's ever going to be completely happy. So you must do what you must do. But unfortunately, I think our ignorance has blinded us. And I think if the Insurrection Act passes, I think it will only exacerbate things and make it worse. And I think that the president knows that, and I think his advisory board knows this. People claim that he's a moron, and he's not so stupid. He's really not. But it gets worse from here, people. More curfews. More stay in your house. More of the things that you're trying to avoid, you've brought upon yourself and doubled it. And just like children, you get punished, you get your nose stuck in the corner, and you get put in a timeout. Until you decide that you don't want to act like a child anymore. And once you calm down and check your attitude, despite what's happened, you must understand that the sun will still come up. And the sun still has to come up. 
just like the economy must continue to roll because you cannot allow your people to suffer and starve. So you must do what must be done, and you must make the hard decisions. I think it's a wise decision to protect the innocent people, because I think at that point, this is a defense move to do so. And I think it's the smartest decision out of all of the bad decisions that you could make. It's not a decision anybody wants to make. Let me make that clear. I don't want to be the one in the driver's seat making this decision. But I guarantee you it wasn't just thrown around at the flip of a switch. And they said, okay, here's this. Let's do it. I guarantee you they sat around and decided what to do and came up with a game plan. And this probably seemed like the best route of action to take to affect the important problem and not affect the amount of people who are not breaking the law. So, if you're mad about the repercussions that are about to unfold, chances are you are one who is breaking the law by destroying things and blowing things up and setting shit on fire. But, if you're not one of the people out here breaking the law, blowing shit up and setting shit on fire, then you probably have nothing to worry about. Um, you're going to be inconvenienced, of course, which people are apt to complain. It's normal. It's a normal part of life, but uh, that's what we have to deal with now because we've become children and we have to be grounded and disciplined and get our little butt spanked. So, bravo. Your, your noise was heard. Your racket was listened to. Um... And now, you're screwed. Deal with the repercussions of your actions. It's just, it's very depressing, and I think, I speak for a lot of people when I say I'm becoming mentally exhausted by all of this stuff. I'm becoming mentally exhausted by how mainstream media likes to conflate things report complete inaccuracies, or as I like to call them, lies, and make these situations way worse than what they really are. And let's talk about a few of those. For example, today, CNN was busted for staging a false arrest of one of their reporters. They made it up. They got busted for it. They tried to make it like the reporter did nothing wrong, and the quote-unquote police officer who did the arrest said nothing. It was all on camera. It was all on audio. He was mic'd up. Nobody seemed to know why he was arrested. Later, it comes out, uh, within about four hours, that uh, CNN made that shit up to make things look worse than what they really are, so they had something to report on, so they had ratings to float, and they made it all up. Some people bought it. Um, Another video was passed around, of an individual um, walking around, I don't remember what city, doesn't matter, um, observing the lack of construction equipment and materials um, on that particular four-way in the city, talking about how he stumbled upon an open pallet of bricks. And the problem is that there's no other construction equipment around. There's nothing else around. No no cranes, no scaffolding, no construction crews. Just an open pallet of bricks 
sat there right where the protest area is. I wonder why. Makes no sense, does it? I mean, it does, if you think about it, but it, it doesn't. Why somebody would want to... Why would somebody want to make things worse than what they already are? In order to push an agenda. That is all this is. This is, this is chess, and the civilians are losing once again. Once again, we've divided ourselves through, this time, color. Previously, we divided ourselves through sickness or health, mask or no mask, inside or outside, stay home or don't, go to work, stay unemployed. Which side do you take? Now, it's race. Now it's brown, black, white, yellow, whatever. All lives matter, black lives matter, Asian lives matter, every life matters, you're wrong, you're wrong. Previously, before that, it's Team Hillary, Team Trump. The list goes on and on and on. On and on and on. And on and on, we continue to take the bait. And the more bait that we take, the more we divide ourselves collectively by our own doing, by our own choices, and by our own thoughts, and by our own actions. How many times are you going to take the fucking bait? How many times are you going to fall prey to the same old traps? How many times are you going to fall for the same tricks and schemes that are pulled over your eyes to create division to keep you down, to keep you degraded, to keep you angry, to keep you unhealthy, to keep you stressed out, to keep you poor? It's very angering to watch it all go down and not be able to just open your eyes, man. What you are experiencing now is a legitimate hostile takeover by division and conquering. People are people. People can't help the way that they think about as much as they can't help the way that their melanin is suppressed or or not. People cannot help the color of their skin as much as they cannot help the color of their eyes, as much as they cannot help the color of their hair, where they were born, how they were born, when they were born, what year they were born, when they'll die. None of these things fucking matter. None of it matters. And if anybody tries to tell you any differently, they're fucking wrong, man. This is why we have the problems in the first place, is because you've allowed the bullshit to enter your mind and create a divide for you. You've listened to the bullshit all of your life. You've followed the rules all of your life, only to find out that it's not working very well for us. You know, even even with this COVID shit, and now that it's over and it didn't have the desired effect, we've moved on to worse things. And now we're looking at the brink of a fucking civil war, and yet you people still hate each other. And yet you still allow the media to make it way worse 
and blow it out of proportion like a little drama queen as you sit there and argue about what you think is correct and about whose skin color is better and about who's right and who's wrong. All the while, the people who are sitting here controlling this shit are laughing all the way to the bank because you took the bait and you failed the test. What you need to understand is that a person who just so happened to be in a badge in a made-up position of power that somebody said exists, and we all happen to just agree on it, killed a man unjustly. Doesn't matter what color his skin is. Doesn't matter what his name is. Doesn't matter where he's from. It happened and it's wrong. And we have a justice system for people like that. If you wanted to protest, get a sign. Stand out on the courthouse. Be quiet. Leave the fucking traffic alone. Stop vandalizing stuff. And protest the way your First Amendment allows you to. And to do it as an adult instead of like a child. And stop dividing yourselves because you think some lives are more important than others. Or you think some skin color is more important than another one. Or because you think people with freckles are less important than people without. It's all stupid made-up bullshit. Just like the money that you so, so crave. It's all made up. The money only has an intrinsic value of what you decide to give it. It's only as important as you make it, and it's only as important as you let it be. And it only exists because you allow it. Seems like a weird thought to have, but it seems pretty common sense to me. Why does racism exist? Because we allow it to. If it never occurred as a thought in your head, if it was never made to be a problem for, for you in the first place, no matter who you are, then it just wouldn't exist because you wouldn't allow it to exist. Violence is not going to be the answer for you to get what you want. It's going to have the opposite effect. You're going to get what you don't want. And then you're going to be even more angry and not understand why because your dense-ass head can't get this through. Act like a child, get treated like a child. And that's what's happening here. You know, I... At my job, I have a lot of people who I consider friends there, or people that I get along with and have a good time with, at work at least. And guess what? Oh my god, some of them are black. Oh jeez. I don't give a shit. They're good people. You can be an asshole in any color. And you can be a piece of shit in any language. But I separate the people who are assholes and pieces of shit from the regular nice people who just want to work and go home to their families and hopefully improve their own lives. I don't give a shit. If you're an asshole, go be an asshole somewhere else. Or change your attitude and come hang out. Is that not what we should be doing? And some people say, oh, it's not that easy. I realize that. I'm not an idiot. I mean, I'm a moron, but I'm not an idiot. <clears throat> but I don't really... I don't really believe... I don't believe in the skin color thing. Assholes are in every color. And I feel like I need to repeat that. You know what I mean? I can name an I can name at least one asshole in every color of every race, you know. 
Assholes everywhere. Doesn't mean they're all assholes, right? You know. Racist this. Shouldn't. That's silly. I'm just saying racists exist, but Sure. We shouldn't burn down the country and give the very people that we hate everything that they want either. But the squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? Right, when 30 days ago we were all in this together. Yeah, were we? <laughs> one world is one. Yeah. Now, what, what this is, is a, as I explained earlier, I, I explained it was a hostile takeover. And we're losing. And what I see just over the horizon, in my opinion, is a civil war. Not between the people, but more of a revolution. A revolutionary civil war of different groups of people against the state. And it's going to be fucking ridiculous. And it's going to be the most ridiculous shit I'm ever going to see in my life. And I know once it's over, I'm never going to want to talk about it again because it's so stupid and I'm embarrassed to be a part of it that I just won't want to talk about it. And every time somebody would ask me, what happened? I'm going to say, oh, fuck. That's exactly what I'm going to say. Because I'm just done with it. I'm done with this bullshit and I'm done with these people taking the bait and I'm done with these people just collectively accepting division of each other from each other. In in a perfect world, people would be working together in a positive way to create change. And you should harbor that. In a perfect world, we wouldn't need to do this shit or feel like we need to. And in a perfect world, it just wouldn't happen. Because somebody would say, I have a problem. And the person who hears that will say, great, I have an ear. What's up? And I'll agree with you all day. The justice system was whack and we're running on old laws and shit needs to be updated and changed. Sure. But this isn't the way to do it. This is the way to, again, get the opposite effect of what you want. And it's going to be real bad. I think so. I think it's going to get real shitty there's a revolution that needs to happen in society and they're starting it with the wrong group of people well it's not law enforcement that's uh for lack of better terms fucking us all it's much bigger than that and if they want a revolution they're gonna have to go way higher than just the law enforcement so they're mad at the wrong people yeah they are they're rightfully mad, and they don't know who at. That's because they're acting like children, and they just want that's to be mad to be mad. And that's why things have transpired the way they have. Which is exactly what those people want, the people above all of us. Right, because then what's going to happen is, once enough people are put in jail or killed or whatever, alien Jesus will come down, and they'll appoint a fake messiah to come down and save everybody and unify everybody. Not to be yeah, right. But won't that be a sight to see, you know? <laughs> uh, um you know, one of the one of the crazier things crazier things that 
I've had my eye on it for quite some time is uh, this whole UFO shit. Um, maybe 10 or 15 years ago, if you said you like were interested in aliens and UFOs, you'd be seen as a crazy person. But not so much now, because I think that there's enough exposure and enough people talking about it that it's not so crazy. And I've told a few select people that the next thing to happen after this that I told people was going to happen about a year and a half ago um, was to watch out for aliens um, in, in July. Maybe August, but I'm really dead set on July. And what I mean by that is um, alien exposure, UFO exposure will become a thing. And that'll be the big problem. That'll be the next problem to solve. Which is why you see all the SpaceX stuff. And why you see all the... Um, what's... I'm drawing a blank on the shit in the sky. Uh, Starlink. Yeah. Um, that's why you see all the Starlink shit. That's why you see everybody making trips to outer space and space force. And everything is space, 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 outer space. And moon, outer space. Yeah, yeah. That's why I brought that up too. Um, because aliens are going to be the next big thing. And... You know, either they'll just do it for fun, or they'll do it to try to make people follow the next agenda, which is unifying the divisions and bringing us all back together as one people. It sounds really glorious, but you're going to take the bait for that too, and you're going to do some idiot stuff, and you're going to accept some things that you would never accept with a rational mindset in your life, and you're going to do some things that... Uh, seem really convenient and really easy and are really going to better your life and make things easier and more convenient and uh, it's going to be real bad for you. Um, but more on that later. More on that later. <clears throat> so in a previous episode um, I always like when you guys reach out to me and I don't like to put your names out there, but I'm just going to use uh, the first name, which is Ashley. Um, she wrote an email to me, and I'm going to respond to her now. And I'm going to read this out to you guys. Um, she seems pretty cool. She was really nice and rational. She she listened to the last episode, and that's what brought her to want to email me. Um, and you guys can do so at conspiracyfiles, conspiracyfilesmail at gmail.com. Uh, she said, hello. I hope this finds you and your family well. I woke up to a notification... Your new episode was up, and it helped me get inspired to wake up for work. That's really cool. Thank you for that. I love what you're doing and how you go about every topic of discussion. You have talent. I will not be surprised in a short time this becomes your full-time job. At least I hope so after hearing about your job. Thank you, Ashley. I hope so, too. That's the dream, at least. I'm super curious of how TikTok, being controlled by China, can cause a national security issue. I own a dance studio, so I'm around a lot of kids who use TikTok every day. What do you think will come about this? How negative can this be? Side note, I'm from New York, so we'll see if uh, I'll still have my business come August. Thank you for doing what you're doing during this hard time, Ashley. Well, thank you for the email, Ashley. That was, that was very cool of you. I'm always down to talk to new people and get new perspectives. And it just so happens I have a little bit of experience with messing around with TikTok and how it works and how it operates and why it operates. Um, my my wife is also a dance teacher, so 
um, you and my wife would have a lot in common, and she would probably love to talk to you about this, because I've talked to her about the TikTok side, and she's talked a lot about it with her dance kids, because she teaches kids, uh, I believe, nine and up. And TikTok's a big thing for young kids, and how it's a national security issue. Yes, it is owned by China, like many things, like Smithfield, PG&E, and various other companies and corporations around the country. But that is not the problem. The um, The problem with TikTok is that, yes, it's owned by a Chinese company, um, but since it is owned by a Chinese company, um, it re- it's required by Chinese law that they have to share their user data with Beijing. And they've admitted to doing this, and they've done it. And that is why it's a risk to the American people. Um, because basically all the time China is trying to get a hold of any user data or information that they can to steal it, whether that be demographics, age, height, weight, location, anything they can get their hands on, it's usable. So that's that seems to be a big problem, but there's an underlying problem that I think is even worse, and I'll tell you about that in a second, but um, Ashley, um, like I said, you and, uh, my wife have a lot in common because she's also a dance teacher. How old are your kids? Mm, anywhere from seven to 18. From seven to 18. And so how many of them use TikTok? Almost all of them. So. In class, like during break, they're doing TikTok dances. Right, which is, like, harmless, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, to them, there's a side to it that's not harmless. Right. But they're doing it in a harmless manner. Right. And here's here's the problem I have with it, Ashley, is that I think it opens the door for a lot of people to experience pedophilia and pursue their suppressed feelings that they have to keep so quiet and private about pedophilia. Um, by utilizing the app TikTok. you agree with that? Absolutely. Not to mention, I don't want all of my child's private information from their cell phone in the hands of the Chinese government. Right. And do you remember a long time ago um, when I was showing you TikTok about um, the girls who cut their shirts like right. in half? And the problem with that is that they they basically show some titty in there, right? Right. Yeah. And so the problem with this, Ashley, is I don't know how familiar you are with the app, so I'm just going to pretend that you're a, a never user or a beginner. Um, some people who either do it on purpose or don't even have a clue that it exists, um, you have the option to be able to share your TikTok videos. And in some of the privacy settings, you can allow people to save those videos. This is a problem, especially for iPhone users where um, the videos can be saved and you can chop them down frame by frame and analyze them. So um, basically the trend is that these girls cut these shirts that are up to the rib cages um, or higher in some cases or just don't wear bras at all. and They'll show off the goods and I'm sure there's plenty of them who are under 18 who do this. I don't fucking know. Um, but I used... Um, 
I showed my wife an example of one and how these videos can be manipulated and um, paused and frozen and zoomed in on and could be used to hum humiliate, you know, potentially one of her students. You remember when I did that? Absolutely. Remember how it made you feel? Yeah, I've made them aware. As yeah, well, you were kind of mortified. All of my friends who have teenage daughters. Yeah. What they have to say about it, like the parents? None of them know. People don't know because they don't take any time to read about anything for themselves. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. They have no idea. But it's freaking scary, isn't it? Absolutely. And it's it's scary from a law enforcement perspective, too, um, going on back on my prior experience, because there are people who, are, who will pursue these people. Um, some people get an object in their mind, and against everything, they have to pursue it. And that entails stalking, um, hacking, following learning where these people live, learning when their parents are home versus not. All the scary things that you can think of, I'm sure have happened. I don't doubt it one bit. Um, but it's a very, very scary app. It can be fun, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of funny and creative and cool shit on there. But it can also be the opposite, which is absolutely scary, mortifying, and creepy. Um, and exploitative. Especially for females. That is why it is a problem for me. As far as your user data being leaked, it's not being leaked, it's being completely given up. So people know the ages of the people, where they live, where they're from, they know their Instagram handles, they can access their Instagram, learn more about them this way, find out every demographic that they want to find out, and get into their personal lives, deal with their personal information, know where they work, know where they live, know what town they live in, know everything about the town, know what's there, know what everything looks like, can utilize those to map and track things, especially on a military perspective. This is a bad thing and a national security issue, which is why the military doesn't allow any of its soldiers to access or have TikTok, even though I'm sure some of them do. As a matter of fact, I know they do, but they do not allow whatsoever any soldiers to have the TikTok app for obvious reasons because that would just be an absolute nightmare wouldn't it right. so there's there's your explanation I hope that kind of helps you a little bit but if you have any other questions you're always welcome to email again and reach out okay. hopefully I've helped so watch your kids because in a way you're kind of you're kind of like their mom in a sense, as you're their dance teacher, you're like their second mother. Or, in some cases, their only mom they've ever had. And it's part of your job to look out for them, too. In some of the cases, they have a mother at home, and you are a better mother to them. That's and true, too. Is their escape. And lots of those girls look to us as mentors. Oh. And uh, you don't typically tend to take your mom's oh. advice too seriously when you're a teenager. Yeah, but you I get in that from, rebel phase. From being a dancer, I always took my dance teacher's advice serious because I looked up to her and I thought she was awesome. Yeah, most people do. There's always somebody to look up to like that. Your coach, your teacher, whoever. So, my suggestion, actually is to get familiar with the app, caution your kids, teach them, show them the dangers, or just cut the snippet out and let them listen to it. 
And if you need anything else from me, I'm happy. I'm happy to help if I can. Give me a call if you have to. I'd love to talk to you. Um, well wishes. Thank you again for the email, Ashley. I appreciate it. So we we talked about <laughs> we talked about division, race, aliens, and TikTok. Right. Pretty well rounded episode, I think. What do you want to say? I feel like you have a lot to say. I just think people should keep Project Mockingbird in mind when they're watching any news right now because it never went out of effect. It is still in effect. It's just optional. So I forget which president it was, but he changed Project Mockingbird, which is where the media is allowed to make up and falsify stories um, for the sake of their reporting. It doesn't even have to be a real story. They can completely, like, hoax it, but they are legally allowed to do that under Project Mockingbird. There was a president, and it's slipping my mind right now, that changed... That would be Obama. It was not Obama. Obama was the most recent president to change it to the effect, uh, because previously, that they could only lie or fib or float the truth to a certain amount, but Obama set no limits to that in his administration, in his first year. came in and changed it and said that it was optional. So reporters from mainstream media still have the ability to do that, just like CNN making up their own arrest for the reporter. Right. They are legally allowed to do that under Project Mockingbird, so especially at a time like right now, people need to double-check and source every single story that they choose to um, let trigger them because they're playing on everyone's emotions right now. Which is an important point to not ever let anyone have that much control over your emotion to the point where they trigger you. Are you saying that we shouldn't know what the hell we're talking about before we talk about it? Right. Oh, since when? (laughs) but um once we start getting into like some of those those creepy other real things like project mockingbird mockingbird or um we'll talk about like yeah i i might i might just step out and let my wife take over and let her do an episode and i think that'd be really cool because she's extremely smart and a lot of a lot of uh cases she knows a lot more about certain subjects than i do um but yes, the last president to deal with Mockingbird and the media specifically was Obama. And in his first tenure in the White House, he took the reins off of the mainstream media and allowed them to basically just make up whatever they wanted to if they had to. Or if they wanted to. So, yeah. Check your shit. Verify your sources. CNN is not a source. At this point, alternative media is your best option. Mainstream media is not a fucking source. Mainstream media is entertainment value, and they do it for ratings. And if your job is to do something for ratings to get people to watch, what are you going to do? Blow it out of proportion. Really good alternative media stations out there. Uh, Marfugel News is one of them. Yeah, Marfugel is really good. And he has a lot of good sources as well to go from there. Um, And at this point, you can really just search anything on YouTube and (laughs) find better news than you're getting on the TV. 
Drudge Report has some good stuff. Um, he does, but Drudge also sold out. He, he yeah. just sold his company. So. Marfugel does a good job. Um, it's M-A-R-F-O-O-G-L-E. Marfugel. His name's Adam, a.k.a. Marf. He has a um, he has a live show he does on either YouTube or DLive or wherever he can. But you guys should check him out, too. There's a shout-out to him. Um, another source that I really like is... Um, crazily enough is sam tripoli he has a podcast called tinfoil hat and the man is incredibly intelligent he just covers it up by being bizarre and belligerent but it's entertainment value but the man is incredibly smart and he knows what the fuck he's talking about so check out tinfoil hat podcast as well um shout out to sam this he's one of the reasons why why i started doing this podcast in the first place too um i hope one day uh, maybe if you guys can get together, we can all convince Sam to come on my show, and uh, we can talk about some crazy shit. That would be really cool. That's one of my goals. Um, but for now, we're going to be dealing with curfews. We're going to be dealing with Insurrection Act. We're going to be dealing with a lot of bullshit with the National Guard, and maybe even the actual military. And it's all fucking scary. And you guys need to learn how to work together. I told you guys this months ago that you should learn how to work together and take care of each other and benefit from each other and learn from each other. And we've done the exact opposite. And I'm sure some of you have done just that and done the very right things. But as of right now, as an entire country, we've been very, very wrong. But I'm going to leave it there. Sad state of affairs we live in, babe. Stay prepared. Yep. Now is not the time to uh, slack on your preps if you're into that kind of thing. The prepper stuff, yeah. Yeah. And it, it goes farther than just buying a bunch of shit off the shelves. Like, build your skills and learn how to take care of yourself, including food. Growing your own food. Well, you do that, I just... I'll just beat people up. Right, but eventually there's gonna uh, you're gonna run out of stuff to buy, and you're gonna run out of the food in your pantry, and you're gonna have to know how to make more. Yeah. Well, that's where you come in. So if you're dead, I'm screwed. Correct. I'll just have to shoot people for food. It's fine. Right. Okay. But guys, I'm out. Um, if you want to reach out, conspiracyfilesmail at gmail.com. Hit up the Twitter at the con files. And some of you know me personally, you can always reach out to me, hit me up in DMs, hit me up on Facebook, whatever you want to do, man. Get in the Discord. I have a Discord too. Um, the Discord link is in the bio of the Twitter, so click that. Come jump in the Discord and talk to all the cool people. It's been kind of quiet in there. There's only like 20 or 30 people in there, but um, we just clocked over 5,000 listeners on the show. And I told them on the last episode, once I get to 10,000, I'll just start doing live shows as a face reveal. I think it's smart. Um, but my dog has to go outside and she's going to start growling and stuff because she's being annoying and, uh, stop it. You're fine. Hold on. But, um, I hope you guys pay attention to the divisions. I hope you guys pay attention to what's going on and I hope you guys are smart and I hope you guys don't take the bait. I care about all you guys and I appreciate all of you. You guys have a good night or day or morning. Take care of yourselves.